Welcome to the MBS Show, episode number 57. I am your host, Norman Sanzo. Joining me today is Daniel Anthony. Good morning, Norman. Morning? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because it's 12 a.m. That considers to be morning. Yeah. yeah. Right. So anyway, Daniel, how are you? I'm tired. Why? Because up this late? No, because I had the best sleep that I had in the past two years of my life. And I was violently awakened from it, so I want to go back. <laughs> oh, God. I slept for 12 hours. Damn. You lazy or something, bro? No, I have been on sleep loss for the past few days till I almost couldn't drive yesterday. Oh, my. That's not good. No, I can't drive, but when I realize I can't text and drive, yeah, then, then I know <laughs> that I'm tired. Uh, you know you shouldn't text and drive. That's a big no-no. Anyway, we have no guests for this week, so making this another boring episode. <laughs> Yay. And in housekeeping, in housekeeping, uh, let's see, I got nothing to say about this week. Everything seems to be normal, safe, boring. So, Dan, any housekeeping for you? Oh, no, nothing, basically. Yeah. Same old, same old. So the non-tag in the housekeeping section is appropriate, then? <laughs> yep, validated. Boom, next! Indeed! And in the next topic is... News time! Ultra Pro joins forces with Enterplay for ponies! The company Ultra Pro are well known for their sports and gaming collectible accessories. A few of the well known products are the deck protectors, deck box, and playmat. Recently, Ultra Pro announced on their Facebook page that they will be working with Enterplay to create My Little Pony Friendship is Magic products. And at the recent Big Apple PonyCon, Enterplay displayed some of the products that Ultra Pro will be producing. Links and pictures can be found in the show notes. So, Dan, um, have you seen the pictures? Oh, yes, I have it. I don't know about you, but that's creepy. What? Why are the five faces exactly the same vectors? I got no idea. That's, that's so creepy. I've never seen, like, five of them staring at me. I don't I mean it's from the... What is that? Uh, Suited for Success episode. But I can tell that's not the original screen cap. That is just way creepy. I don't know, man. Well, think of the potential besides the creepiness of the playmats. Uh, because it does say that it's a handmade sample. So, hmm. How do you handmake a playmat? Really? Is it woven or something? No, how, playmats work? how do playmats work? Maybe you could tell us a bit about that since you're into gaming. Well, that's going to be kind of boring because um, basically playmats are just cloth with rubber bottoms uh, so that it won't slip around. Basically, it's just... Uh, cloth with rubber at the bottom but um, the potential here is um, for people who play card games this is going to be awesome for them because you have card sleeve playmats and even an album to keep your cards Ooh, so could this be foreshadowing a possible MLP trading card game? Uh, card game? No but trading card is already out there so mm. Yeah but a game maybe perhaps because I think this is usually for people who are really serious and into card gaming rather than trading? Mm, not sure, because um, as far as I know, some companies or some uh, players or game uh, officials don't mind you using whatever playmat you have. So maybe this is for those hardcore Magic the Gathering players or even um, Vanguard Yu-Gi-Oh players, because Ultra Pro does make Pokemon stuff and also Vanguard stuff. So, I'm not sure. Maybe so. Who knows? 
Yeah, it could work. I just turn that playman around, face my opponent, and it'll just creep the crap out of them. <laughs> uh, yeah, or maybe you have a brony hater who hates his ponies and decides to beat you yeah. really well. <laughs> this is winning warfare, you know. You could make business by selling this to those Yu-Gi-Oh fellas. Yeah, true, but nobody plays Yu-Gi-Oh anymore. Hey, oh. Yeah. And uh, the next picture, this handmade sample, what is that? This is a card album. This one is kind of simple, just because this is a sample. It's, ah. um, if I remember right, an A4, not really A4, maybe A3 binder to bind your cards inside. It's basically a ring album. Ah, okay. Yeah, but this is just a sample because the finished product won't look like this. Yeah, it had better not. Season 3 is over, Twilight. Put the damn wings away! Ah, uh, somebody's angry at Princess Twilight. I mean, okay, we have wings. I'm happy for you. Now put them away. You just keep them out all the time. You're going to walk into someone. You know what they say about Pegasi and their wings? She's not Pegasi. She's a princess. She should know better. Uh, So they say... Yeah. Anyway, um, this topic is getting to be rather one-sided. So let's move on to the next one. Dan, why don't you take this one? Okay, so the My Little Pony manga is coming to Japan soon. Yup, Japan, first in everything, aren't they? In a recent article on Anime News Network, they have stated that My Little Pony Tomodachi Wamaho, is that how you pronounce that yep, word? Yep. Alright, has a manga in the works, and it will be published in Sugarkugan's children's magazine, Puchigumi. I have no idea what I just said. Puchigumi has also produced mangas for others like Kamagoji, Barbie, and many more. There's a Barbie manga out there? I never knew. I, I haven't seen it before, but it's there. <laughs> so currently there are not much details known about the manga, but a Bushiroad representative told Anime News Network that the manga artist will later be revealed in spring. Links can be found in the show notes. Wow, this is interesting because um, we already have the comic from IDW, and soon enough we're going to have a manga from... Uh, Shogakukan's children magazines, uh, Puchigumi. Wow, it's, it's, I, I presume it's going to be in Japanese. Obviously, and will be translated in English. Of course, we need to have the translations. We need our dose of pony, yay! More stuff to get us through the big hiatus coming up. But um, as far as I know, most of this kind of comics are usually on a weekly or monthly basis, depending on... Um, the publisher, and also this one, Puchigumi, Puchu, wow, I got no idea how to say it. So anyway, it could be a Fokoma style manga, or it could be a bi-weekly manga, or bi-monthly manga. Okay. Depending on Puchigumi, or Puchigumi, Puchigumi, yeah. So, yeah, I think we've got some stuff to order from our friend in Japan, don't we? Osaka, if you're listening, we want swag. Yep, and comics now that they come out. Indeed. And perhaps a Japanese translator. <laughs> yeah, you got your work cut out for you. Yeah, I, I don't want to go to, you know, Google Translate, something wrong comes out of that thing. Uh, how do you t- translate um, words on paper to PC? That's the main question there. Well, you can use your camera. <laughs> can you? Yeah, yeah. For oh, I don't know about iPhone, but you can do it on Android. Wow, and it, get, and it grabs the text. Yeah, it does, in any language. Really, now. And then we'll have, you know, instead of Pinkie Pie, come to the party, you'll be like, come join the new political propaganda party. <laughs> oh, God, that's Google Translate dirt for you. Oh, yes. Oh, 
Boy, mangas and card games. It looks like everything from Japan is coming out now. Yes, Japan is going to be the new Pony Pioneer. Yep, so when we last spoke to Osaka, he said there's not many bronies in Japan. So I hope we can see that figure balloon up very, very soon. You do know there's this picture from the AFA that they took from the recent um, Japan. Japan Anime Expo or Toy Expo, I don't know what expo was it. And they had some cosplayers there. Yep, I saw that and it's like, okay, they're already into it. It's not even that country and they're cosplaying. And they cosplay good. Yeah, so you know, there's a fight for us cosplayers out there. Especially here, we don't have many cosplayers at all. I mean, for ponies' sake. Yeah, and they even did the glasses. Glasses? Yeah, you know, the Pinkie Pie glasses that oh, she yes. wore? Yeah, she, they made that. like the Guy Fox mask. No, not Guy Fox. I forgot what you called that but mask. I don't know. Moustache, yeah, that thing. Yeah, they did it. And wow, I, I got no idea what to say, but... Japan's always been serious about cosplay, you know? It's like, if they have the cosplay, they go hardcore. Wow, but 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 this, this is... Wow, um... And it's already a Japanese J-pop culture kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, who knows? We can add J-pop to the genre of pony music very, very soon. Uh, In fact, it's already there as a niche. Really, now? There are Japanese pony songs. Really? Uh, yeah. Are they? Yes, they are a few. One or two. There's one that is on... Uh, it was in one of the Bronies for Good albums. I'll, push, I'll put up a link in a bit. Oh, okay, uh, uh, Brony for Goods, I think I might have the album, so if, if it's there, I think it's there, I guess. Uh, Megami no Uta or something. Hmm, I think so, I can't, can't remember. But yeah, um, Ponies, Japan, they're doing a better job than the Americans in a short time for cosplayers. Nah, American cosplayers are much better. <laughs> uh, depends, you don't have, the, I don't think you have that many Marvel cosplayers in Japan and you don't have that many anime cosplayers in the US, so... Yeah, they have a fair fight. Yeah, for ponies, yeah, right now, uh, the Japanese bronies need to catch up because they're getting their... Oh, they don't need to catch up. They already have put their foot in the race before they started. How so? You know, they don't, they don't even have it on their TV and then they're already starting on this. Yeah, but they watch it on uh, Niko Niko Doga. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, they watch it there. I see. Yeah, so, I mean, it's kind of a fair fight, I think, for cosplayers but now with the show being on tv and all cosplay from japan is going to be interesting oh yes because we got a chrysalis and she was hot okay chrysalis is always hot for some reason especially when she's cosplayed (laughs) oh yeah and especially if she's played by yaya cosplay ah so you can look forward to that definitely oh it's out it's out (laughs) no not not just chrysalis but for everyone else you know soon you're gonna have vinyl scratch and ponies like that uh, yeah. Ooh, can't wait, man, can't wait. So anyway, since we have no guests, that means no guest time. So let's move on to the next topic. And the next topic is episode review. So in this week's episode of the Mia Show, we review My Little Dashie. So Dan, um, have you seen this episode? Oh yes, I've seen the episode. Man, I couldn't stop crying. Yeah, the end was a tearjerker. It's really unfair. Huh. How could you do this to us? Yeah. So anyway, let's start off with the episode, with the beginning. So, in the beginning, we have this nameless character. I'm just going to call him Bob. We have Bob. 
in a kind of dull life where he basically does nothing. He ain't got no technical. Yeah, Bob, he's kind of boring and doesn't do much. So basically, he just wakes up, go to work, comes home and walks. He loves walking. Yep, walking is his hobby. Forrest Gump. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, one day Bob walks home and decides to take a different path. Really unusual for Bob. So Bob walks and saw this box strange box he decided to open it and in that box he found a philly pony dude i don't know why he opened that box it's like if you see a box on the side of the road i wouldn't touch it it's like you know it's a pile of trash and it's a box what do i have to do with a box it's destiny so he was destined to take another road home that day as well huh? indeed <laughs> it's destiny I feel I should go this way. Yes, yes, this way. Yeah, haven't you done that before? Like, hmm, I should do something different today and take a different road and you've discovered something new or, huh, this is interesting. What is this? Yeah, I go for that and about five seconds later my GPS goes recalculating. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, um, Bob founds a filly and that filly is Rainbow Dash. Unbeknownst to him... Why there's a rainbow dash over there? So, with us too, because how is this possible? Rainbow dash in a box in the real human world? That is unusual for a writer to do so. Usually it would be the human in Equestria kind of story. Yeah, it's like human in, okay, human in Equestria would be a Lyra episode. <laughs> uh, no doubt. Lyra will kidnap the poor guy. <laughs> Indeed. But anyway, um <laughs> Oh god no. So anyway, uh Bob decides to bring um little Philly Rainbow Dash to his home and well basically take care of Rainbow Dash because well she's a Philly and by his judging and calculating she's about three years old. Am I right? Three months I think. Ah, three months, alright. So basically he's three months old and well Basically, he has found a new lease on life, taking care of Philly Rainbow Dash. Yep, destiny. Yep, indeed. So, Bob takes care of Rainbow Dash, and, well, by her age right now, well, the the age that Bob found Rainbow Dash, she can eat a solid food, carrots and stuff. So, basically, not that young. Moving on, a few months later, Philly Rainbow Dash learns to walk and talk, and even write. Um, Bob creates something for Rainbow Dash to write with her hooves, but Rainbow Dash doesn't feel comfortable, so she uses her mouth instead. Yeah, pony and writing. <laughs> yeah, I uh, think there's no other way to do it, because every time we see a pony, it's always writing with the mouth. Or magic, or magic. Ah, yes, magic, you're right. Forgot about the magic. Moving on, one day, Bob brings Rainbow Dash to the park. To get her flying around because you know Rainbow Dash ability and destiny is to fly around really fast and create sonic rain booms which gotta she... go fast uh, gotta go fast gotta go fast gotta go 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 uh, anyway Rainbow Dash gone fast and created a sonic rain boom which destroys half of the city's glass <laughs> Bob takes Rainbow Dash and carries her home ASAP because to avoid the cops. <laughs> so anyway, 
after getting enough funds, they move to the countryside to live their life without being disturbed. Usually it's the other way around. But yeah, everyone mm. wants to go to the city because everything happens in the city. Yeah, but not for Bob because Bob wants to protect little Dashi. So anyway, um, one day Bob went to work and she was lazing around watching TV. Wow, she she should have she should have read the phone book to read everybody's name. Number, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, um, when Bob came home, Dashi was watching My Little Pony Friendship is Magic on TV. And this is where Bob suddenly realized, I should have not subscribed to Hasbro's The Hub. Yeah, it cost too much money. <laughs> but anyway, Bob found out that Dashi was watching the Sonic Rainbow episode and Rainbow Dash discovered that she was not real. She was just a created cartoon character for children. Oh god, her reality is... Oh, why is she... She's not even 40 and she's having her midlife crisis. That's not a midlife crisis. I mean, if I woke up one day and I see that I'm a television character, I'd be like, I'm not real. I'm just a figment of someone else's imagination. How am I going to die? It's already laid down, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Tough luck, man. Yeah, it's like somebody's writing a novel and somewhere down here, I'm just walking around and every move is planned. You, you know, that reminds me of a movie by Will Ferrell. Remember which that one? movie? Which one? The Adjustment Bureau? No, no. Uh, give me a second. It's it's uh, it's about a novelist who writes a novel about a story and whatever she writes, Will Ferrell lives it. Oh, that one. I heard of it, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what movie was... Oh, okay. The episode is Stranger Than Fiction. Ah, yeah. I heard of that, yeah. Yeah, and whatever the writers write, it happens to him. And the the thing about this writer is she tends to kill her characters. Oh. Yeah. There's something like mid-type stories just with a darker twist, I guess. Uh, not really. It's kind of funny at some part. It's kind of dark humor. And Nicolas Cage. Oh, God. Uh, and that whole thing is like uh, you're dreaming and the next movie says, uh, Daniel then trips and falls on the stairs. Wait, what? Wow. Then Nicolas Cage. <laughs> so anyway, uh, <clears throat> she founds out she's a cartoon character and confronts her father about it. Why didn't you tell me? And then storms out to her room and flew out the window. Bob, being the oh-so-generic character, goes out to find Dashi in the rain. You could insert anime character here to get the same effect. Once he's tired and stuff... He goes under a tree to sob and cry and to say sorry to Dashi because he didn't mean to. Oh, he wanted to tell her the truth, but not yet because he's not ready for it and not sure if Dashi would be ready. Yeah, the whole deal, you can't handle the truth. So anyway, um, Dashi heard all his apologetic things and said, Oh, I'm sorry, Daddy, I didn't mean to. And they both kiss and make up. So anyway, the next few months pass, and things were back to normal. Dashi watched the episode on TV. To her, it's just a show. Uh, it's just a show. She's real. And those funny cartoon characters are just funny cartoon characters. So, yep. on her birthday, her dad, or Mr. Bob here, wanted to surprise Dashi with tickets to NASCAR. Yeah, somehow Dashi loves NASCAR. <laughs> Cars uh, driving around in a large circle and turning left. Yeah, 
turning left all the time, just room, room. Have you been to F1 by any chance? You know, have you been to any of this car racing stuff? Well, F1 is much more challenging with his left and right turn. I mean, have you been to any of these car racing shows? No, not really. You can't talk. What? what Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's loud, yeah. Yeah, it's like, why are you so excited about going there? and be like, what? I can't hear you! Yeah, anyway, um, I, I, I'm thinking this part here is where they get ready to go. Am I right? Uh, yeah, they were actually preparing and, you know, getting all hyped up about it. Yeah, so anyway, there was a knock on the door. And this was strange because... Mr. You don't get any visitors out in the countryside. Yeah, and Bob doesn't really get guests. for Unless the cops. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and here is the part where where Bob asks Dash to go to her room and Bob opens the door and see Princess Celestia and other five ponies. So they all, well not really they all, um, basically Celestia invites herself in and so did the rest. Say no to the princess. <laughs> yeah, or you're going from the countryside to the moon in 10 seconds flat. You like bananas? <laughs> so anyway... <laughs> so anyway... Bob here opens the door, get, invites everybody in, and they have this confrontational um, Mexican standoff kind of deal where nobody's saying anything much. Princess Celestia's eyeing him, he's eyeing her, and the question pops up. Princess Celestia asks, how are you? And Bob replies, I'm fine. And Rarity asks, where is our friend? Or oh, is it uh, Twilight? I don't remember. So anyway, Bob says that she's upstairs. And Rarity, my favorite line from Rarity is like, Oh, you're already calling him Dashy. Oh my, look how close we are. I think Bob here says this line where I want to smack Rarity because Rarity is worse pony. I think he said it in his head, because if he didn't realize, he'll just get it nicely. You don't screw with a unicorn like that. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Especially one who handles nine needles and scissors every day. Oh, God. Oh, her ability. Yeah. Yeah, you should just said, uh, where's, where's our friend? He's on TV. <laughs> yeah, but nah. So anyway, um, Bob goes upstairs to fetch Deshi. And when they came down, um, Deshi was shocked to see ponies. And the first thing that Pinky does is glomp her. And Dashi's reaction is like any other normal person is to say, Get off me! You're weird! Who are you? Here's why I don't really get the episode because when Dashi did that, Pinkie Pie started to go sad and her mane was kind of go flat. Ah, yes, the deflated mane. Yeah, that already happens in the episode, even though if Pinkie is sad. Well, basically, this could have been much worse than just, you know, sad moment. It could be like, Pinky has a crush on Dashi, and then Dashi says, I don't know you, and then you're like, my crush doesn't know me anymore. Go home, eat ice cream. <laughs> oh. It drops right down. Because she had that not because she was sad, she was rejected. It's like, my friends don't like my parties and don't want to be my friends anymore. Yeah, true. So if she loses a friend, there's a high chance that her main will go down. It's not depression, it's... Well, in the Wonderball episode, she didn't had that. But even though she's paranoid and almost had that breakdown, but not that, not to that extent. But she wasn't rejected by Dashi until no, she gets it straight in the face, mm. which wasn't really the case. But Spike told her after she made Spike repeat what she said. True, well, but this is a different episode for a different time, I guess. So anyway, um, after 
people pointing fingers saying, what did you do to her? Um, they, Bob explains that um, Dashi has been here for 15 years, is it? Yeah, 15 years. Like, yeah, and everybody was shocked. Like, <gasps> dum, dum, dum. So anyway, with the reveal that Dashi has been on Earth for 15 years, everybody was shocked to know the truth. And Princess Celestia didn't seem that way because she kind of knew what was going on. And I think she went to Earth a few times. <laughs> so that explains why they're all stuck with vinyl players and no. using Fireflies as lights and stuff like that. Not really. Not, not, not really. Um, Pony World is kind of confusing. We, we'll get into that topic later. But Quantum physics. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, most of the ponies were confused about the time shift but Princess Celestia kind of knew about the time shift where 15 days is equivalent to 15 years in the Earth world. So up next, Bob says that he's been taking care of Dashi since she was three. That was the part where Celestia kind of freaked out or surprised. Yeah. Yeah, basically, she didn't knew that part. And wow! It's like, you're, it's like, you have 15 years, you're facing an emotional situation, and suddenly, boom, physics! It's like, that's not the time for it, man! Yeah, true. But anyway, after the whole thing with the, with the reveal of Dashi being there on Earth since she was a filly and not recognizing everybody, yeah, with the, with the whole thing about Dashi being there since she was three and growing up for 15 years in the human world while it was 15 days for ponies in Equestria, this was quite a shock for Celestia. And to, th- to make a long story short, Princess Celestia told Twilight to use the memory spell that they use on Discord. No, not, yeah. not, on, the, not on Discord, no. but with the Discord um, incident and yep. give her her memory back. But at the same time, had to did a mind wipe of her time on Earth. Yeah, basically reformat bye-bye. <laughs> yeah, install new OS from a save file. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh boy, poor Save file you had 15 years ago. Yeah. Or 15 days ago for Twilight. Yeah. So anyway, uh, poor Mr. Bob here says, before you go, um, I want to say my goodbyes. And then she said, I want to write something. So she did. And oh, this scene was really sad. Yeah, that's why I just couldn't take it. It's like, it's, I could still take it at that point, you know. It's like, I gotta go, I gotta go. All right, all right, all right, fine. Hold the fuel seat. Ha, I win! Oh, wait, there's a letter. <laughs> oh, the letter. The letter was fun. The letter so. knocked me out. The letter was so much fun. Even the most powerful of bronies, Jack's Blade, Dusty Cat, they couldn't handle. They couldn't handle it. Yeah, but anyway, um. To make a long story short, um, the main six went bye-bye. Mr. Bob here was left alone. And when he went up to Dashi's room, it was a computer room with a plant in it. A plant. What the? Hey? Wally. <laughs> yeah. Overall, that's the end of the episode. Reading the letter. Them crying. And with Bob's new drive for life to make the best out of everything... He basically move on. YOLO! <laughs> nah, just kidding. <laughs> kind of sad, really, but yeah, uh, move on. And move Rainbow on. Dash will never remember about Bob and the human world. Oh, yeah. Just forward one gigantic portal to Equestria right there. 
Yeah, really sad, but oh well. So that's Milo Dreshi. So, what do you think? It's so sad. It's like, for the first half of the story, you wish you're this guy. For the second half of the story, you wish you were not this guy. No, you're thankful you're not this guy. Mm, true indeed. But the, the, the thing is about this episode is once... I, I disagree. I still get a kick out of it a few times. Mm, true, but it's kind of formulaic for everything because, like I said, it's kind of the um, Japanese dating sim kind of situation where you as a blank slate character date numbers of characters and for my little dashi here it's no difference really well I haven't played a Japanese dating sim so I wouldn't know but now that you told me huh, it starts to make sense yeah because think about it Mr. Bob here he's kind of blank he doesn't really have any special abilities or talent and well basically he's kind of blank well, it's like, I wouldn't say he's blank, he's like, Ground Zero is like, boring. Yeah, so he, does, he does have a character, his character's just like me, Grumpy. That's the thing, it's like, that's his only thing with him, because you make him ultra sad, just so you can bring him up to a high, and drop him down to a low. Yeah, it's, uh, should be considered against the law to do that. Yeah, so I mean... Why do people write these kind of things, it's like, I make you happy, yay! Basically, basically... If you want to think about it, and I, I'm going to get a, a lot of hate, hate mail for saying this. Um, miss, anyway, any uh, mail is good mail, so... Oh, yeah, well, no, no, not this one, man, not this one. Even you're going to hate me for it. Um, Bob here, the character Bob here, is almost like Bella. Ah, to be honest, I haven't read, uh, what's, her, what's that name, Twilight? I wouldn't know, but are you talking about the Bella as in Bella with no expression, Bella? Yep. <laughs> You got a point, really. You got a point. Because um, the writer for Twilight, the the way she does her character is kind of blank slate, where it's kind of you are the character when you're reading the book. You are Bella. You you live the character. You you basically you are the idolization of those boys. And in this story, it's basically you are Bob. You live the story. You experience what he's experiencing but I, I i don't say it's bad but it's just like it's kind of mm, there nothing like i say it's a japanese dating sim with a blank character but um what do you think about rainbow dash i, I i'm still trying to wonder why they chose rainbow dash for the story you know <laughs> among all the other ponies easy is she why because um, judging from this whole experience of watching My Little Dashi, is who is your favorite pony? Oh, my favorite pony is Rainbow Dash. Instant Rainbow Dash in your fic. It no, could... but it did raise a few things. Is that she's probably one of the most human compatible kind of characters? Not that she really. Can get along if, with you. if you want, if you want to make it interesting, Twilight. Twilight is a much more interesting character to be in a human world. Think about it. She is really <clears throat> curious with the whole world and yeah, her surroundings. Yeah, she be very curious, but Rainbow Dash is not the type that is bothered to question anything she just lives in. Yeah, but think about it. This is Twilight when she was a filly tree and living in the human world. The story and um, plot drive would be much more interesting to make out. It would be, out. be very different. And then when Celestia comes here, it would be like, you know, I forget Bob, I want to stay here, there's so much left to learn, don't take me home. 
Yeah, see, there's the whole thing. I got thing. my library card approved yesterday. What nonsense is this? <laughs> oh, boy. I, I wouldn't go that far, but basically, yeah. Um, you have this whole um, story adventure with Twilight discovering um, a whole new world of science where magic is kind of mystical and stuff. Yeah, that's, that's really, really interesting to have, you know, it's just, and technology just imagine, you know. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it, it's going to have an even more interesting storyline and plot for Bob to um, explain to Twilight why she has magic, yet others don't. Yeah. So, anyway, um, well, you, you said that Rainbow, why they select Rainbow Dash and she has a human character to it, right? Yeah, it's not really human, but more human compatible, as in, like, she doesn't care about the world around her and... Basically, growing up and living, she's looking, oh, wow, so many nice things here. Now i got a nice guy who owns me as well. And uh, given that she's also the pony where we don't really know who her parents are, maybe we've seen her dad. But Oh, yeah, it was confirmed to be her dad. But we don't really know how they treated her as a foal. Mm, True, true. No, but see, the thing is, I think it works well with any other pony out of the main six. But you just have to have that one writer who really understands the characteristic, really, of said pony. Yeah, and uh, it's such a playful context where I think much more stories can be written on based on combining what kind of person versus what kind of pony you find. The thing is, they don't get the fundamentals of said character. They just want to write it and make it a hit. See, what Rob here did was he kind of created the world created a character, a blank state of a character, but the character is nonetheless, and insert Rainbow Dash in said world. And Rainbow Dash, if you think about it, her characteristics is not any different from the show. Yeah, it isn't. That's why I'm saying she has a very human-compatible kind of character, and that's Uh, one of the ways that she fits so well into this story. Like, just imagine if Pinkie Pie was in the place. It would be so much different. Yeah, but the thing is, it's based on writers. And if you want to think about it seriously, the writer was doing an easy job with how he handled Rainbow Dash. Basically, basically what he did was take Rainbow Dash from the show, insert her into the human world. That's about it. There's no innovation in character drive and stuff because if you, the only... You don't have to develop Rainbow Dash. Yeah, you don't... He didn't develop Rainbow Dash. The only thing he did to push the development cycle was to have that drama with him and his dad. Yeah. That, that was very interesting to put in. That's the pushing point because it was it was at the high curve where everything was... Climax, yeah. Yeah, it was a climax where everything was high and good and like working out for Bob and he didn't do need to do much. And the writer need to put him in a low slump where he basically... What he wanted to do was make us sad. Yeah, it wasn't meant to be happy because you had a... It, actually, this is something interesting. It's a happy story, but it's sad at the same time. Yeah, because, because it's the discovery of you being light to all over these years. And not really, li- not yeah. really light, but you're, you're not discovering your future or who you are, really. Ah, yes. That's why I, I think there should really be, you know rewrites of this in similar t- styles with different ponies because somebody tried to do My Little Fluttershy and 
it was kind of, I, I don't want to name any names, but it felt really, really bad because the way he wrote it was a very diary-like format. It's like, nobody's interested in reading your diary. Your for yourself. Not really, and, uh, because there's this one writer, adult-based writer, but still a writer who did the diary format. And it was pretty good. But the way he write it down was kind of not really pure diary, but is diary still? <laughs> yeah, this one wasn't really pure diary either, but the things that he wrote, and then he, he, he decided to wreck the fourth wall in a journal, which is really the wrong thing to do, because he was like, Fadashai was watching TV Channel 702, or oh. Southern People Channel 706. I was like, what? No, no, no. You, you, you don't do that. You don't, you don't put any details the in. The only person who could pull that off successfully was Russell Ferguson from Little's Pet Shop. <laughs> he did it. He was like, and we're all going to see him on TV at 7 p.m. 6 Pacific. Mm, yeah, but, but that's the joke. But no, I, I still believe that if anybody wants to do a fanfic about My Little Dashi, it can be done right and stuff, but you need to understand the character that you're going to do. Basically, if you have a fine-tuned understanding of said pony, let's just say Twilight, then you're going to have an awesome time writing about said character with Twilight. I don't know, I mean, it's basically how you want your partner to react with Twilight. Because if you have the same egghead together... The story is going to be eh, kind of fun. I said, it's like it's it's there's so many possibilities from this genre. Anyway, I think I don't know whether we credit Rob for giving birth to this genre or because he just did it so well. I think probably someone might have tried it but did do as well. I think he for the Brony fandom, this would be the first from him. I mean, it's one of the first that he got out because fan fiction has so many fictions. Probably someone else has tried it but it didn't really work. Mm, could be, and I think could he, be. he's going to lead this kind of new deal. If somebody can do something better, imagine Michael Dashi, but the dude who found it knows nothing about police, knows zero. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not sure because the whole thing is, is writing style based on a person. It is going to be based on a person because Rob here did a good job with understanding Rainbow Dash and stuff. But still, yeah. um, I, I think overall, the episode was pretty good and awesome. Yes, it was. It had a lot of uh, nice parts and, well, of course, the sad parts. It had sadness and just happiness and somehow it still make you cry in the end. Yeah, true. I mean, it, it, you need to have a climax and end, so no, the end was pretty good. I, I wouldn't say the best, but it was good. So, Dan, what do you give this episode rating? I'll go on a 4.5 out of 5. 4.5 out of 5. Okay. Um, any reasons why? Well, because it made me cry. And the things make me cry usually means that, as I say, episodes that make you feel uncomfortable are the ones you learn the most from. And yeah, this one actually taught me quite a bit. Mm, okay, okay. It's not the first time I hear you say that. So, for me, I would have to say I'll give it a 4 out of 5. Basically, it's okay, it's entertaining, but I wouldn't watch it again because eh, it's just fine it's, it's a fun story but it's just that how would I put this it's it's fun to watch but it's, I, I wouldn't watch it every time it, it wouldn't be my top 5 episodes to watch I get what you mean yeah not something not something with a lot of replay value 
Yeah, it, it makes me sad. I, I don't want to watch sad. Like, when I watch ponies, I want, I want to be happy, not sad. <laughs> oh, yeah, I get what you mean by that. We watch ponies for happiness, it's true. And so did this guy in the story. Yeah, true. That's the only source of happiness in his life. Well, that may be a bit extreme, but it still, <laughs> it still works out. Oh, God, if that's the only source of happiness in his life, just imagine what he, he did before that, man. Well, it's just a bit like me. It's like, I'm basically like that grumpy cat on 9Gag. I complain about everything. <laughs> oh, boy. So, Even Hasbro. Oh, God. So, anyway, um, that was our episode review of My Little Dashi. So, next week, we'll review... Give me a second. I'm trying to remember. Yes, Sunny Sky All Day Long. Yay. Yep. So, now that's done with, let's move on to our next topic. And our next topic is shoutouts. And Ooh. my shoutout goes to you, Dan. Thank you for being with me on this very derpy episode. <laughs> well then, shoutouts. As usual, I don't write them down. <laughs> nope, no shoutouts from D this week. Just a basic, boring old week. I'm back to school. So, yep, gonna be another busy life few months ahead of me. Aww. Oh, one, one more shoutout to go to my girl, Fluttershy. She's the best. Could have done could have done this without her. Yep. So anyway, if you have Wait, you have a Fluttershy and you didn't tell me about this. You weren't supposed to know, I have to <laughs> We'll talk later, we'll talk later, we'll talk off the air, we'll talk off the air. So anyway, if you have any questions, concerns or suggestions for the show, you can contact us at the MBS show at gmail.com. And if you would like to email me personally, you can reach me at Norman at the MBS show dot com. And you can reach me personally on email at daniel at com. And you can also reach us on Twitter. The show's Twitter account is at the MBS show. And I'm at Norman Sanzo. I'm at St. Pinky, S-T-P-I-N-K-I-E. And also, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. And also, like our Facebook page. Link will be provided in the show notes. And you can reach us on iTunes as well. There's an email link in the top right-hand side. What, really? <laughs> yeah, it really is there, yeah. Oh, I, I, I never noticed that. Yeah, email podcast is what I know. Well, remember email, not report. <laughs> <laughs> but where, 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 where does that email go? Basically, mbshow at gmail.com. Oh, really now? I believe so. You believe so? Double check it, man. I never try. Yeah, I'll try it out. So anyway, um, I've been Norman Sanzo. I've been Daniel Anthony. And if you believe that our episode review was real, <laughs> um, happy April Fool's, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. A while ago, if you would ask me what I watch in my spare time, I probably wouldn't tell you what's really on my mind. But lately, I've been thinking of a reason I should hide. If I am as mentioned, it were painful. But it feels so good inside What can I mention for the shy Her dim and loving mind Hope she can be herself near animals But shies away from kind What can I mention Pinkie Pie The way she kind of acts A bit like me sometimes You see I used to hate That I like my little pony Not anymore I'm proud to be here, bro. You rock.
Your faithful student, Princess Celestia, please open up. How should I know you're the real Princess Celestia? I have um, wings. Uh, what's the phrase? My wings are so pretty. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, so anyway, Bob opens the door. 